Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I, I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's ad-grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air everybody welcome once again to another episode of am i on the air it is sunday night september the 21st it's season nine episode six there's my lovely neighbor dog already interrupting i'm two seconds into the show and this motherfucker's got to come out and start barking over the wall and shit hey what's up never fails man you know i like just you know some behind the scenes stuff here and am i on the air I like to do the show outside. Um, It's a lot nicer to do it kind of in an open environment. It gets kind of stuffy in the house. I like to stand up, move around, have some space. It just kind of keeps the flow going a little smooth. And, uh, but these are some of the things you run into when you take it outside. Uh, Neighbors coming out of their houses, dogs barking, crickets chirping. Uh, you know, the whole nine. So we'll try this again. Uh, it's season nine, episode six. <clears throat> Tonight's episode is called A Walk Among the Snore Zone. And uh, my name is Don Mega. I am your humble host, and I appreciate you tuning in once again to get caught up to speed in the latest and greatest of entertainment news. Um, as you could probably tell from the title of the show tonight, A Walk Among the Snore Zone, I do have a movie review for you. Uh, It's not the movie I had hoped to see. I really, really wanted to see This Is Where I Leave You. And um, I hope to still get to go see it in the next week or two. Uh, It's a movie I was hoping to catch my wife, but we've just been so busy. Haven't had a chance to. So it's on the back burner, but I hear great things, and I'm really looking forward to reviewing that one. What I did go see is the new Liam Neeson film, A Walk Among the Tombstones. And i got to tell you right up front, <clears throat> I'm disappointed. <laughs> uh, I saw this movie with Geeky Pat, and he pretty much shares the same sentiments with me. It just wasn't what we expected. You know, if you watch the trailer for this movie, it looks like your typical Liam Neeson film, kind of in the vein of a Taken movie, action, you know, suspense. It's going to be pretty badass, right? No. Uh, this movie was so slow, there's barely any action in the film, and it just, uh, it just dragged, and it dragged, and it dragged. Hence tonight's show title, A Walk Among the Snore Zone, because there was parts where Geeky Geeky Pad fell asleep, there was parts where I fell asleep, (laughs) because it was very hard to keep your attention going. Um, <clears throat> Geeky Pat's wife even went with us, and she was even like, uh, yeah, that kind of sucked. So, um, you know, it's, like I said, it's not, <clears throat> it's not an action film at all. So let me put that right out there. Um, you know, this was, this is more of a crime is committed. Liam Neeson's character is kind of like a private eye, um, but not really. So he just, he does, he does favors for people, for money. Or for gifts, I should say. And, um... So... This man's wife has been kidnapped. And he paid the ransom. And they never returned her to him. So he hires Liam Neeson to go find out what happened with his wife. 
And everything else kind of follows along. And it just, like I said, man, I hate to say it because I love Liam. And you, you think you know what you're getting with him because it's kind of like a Jason Statham thing, right? It's like you see a new preview for a new Jason Statham film. And you're like, you're like I could pretty much tell already what I'm going to get, right? And that's kind of what Liam Neeson does. And I just felt like I, I didn't get what I wanted. I was prepared to get what I wanted from a Liam Neeson film. And it just didn't pan out that way. It just, uh, it was just incredibly slow paced. Um, I know it's, it's based on a book and maybe that's just the way the book is written and maybe some people are going to really dig this. Um, nothing against Liam Neeson because he's awesome in this as he always is. He did just fine. It's just the script, man. It was just, did not hold my attention and I just felt like the payoff in the end just wasn't enough to really make me say, man, you got to run out and you got to check out this movie. So on the five star scale, I gave a walk among the tombstones, two out of five, two out of five, two stars means it's okay. I will say the first 45 minutes to an hour wasn't all that bad. It was kind of holding my attention. And then just the second hour just falls completely flat. And that's when I just started to lose interest and started to pass out and go to sleep. So, um, yeah, two out of five. It's just okay. I say wait for it on Redbox or Netflix or something. Don't go running out and checking this in the theater. There's no need to waste your money on that one, all right? So that's a walk among the tombstones, two out of five stars on that. All right, I'm going to take a little sip here, and we will begin with our movie reviews. Um, not movie reviews, movie news. Clues and uh, reviews of the week. Thank you very much. All right. One of the big rumors coming out this week is talking about Star Wars spinoff films. <clears throat> now, we know every other year in between the main uh, stories of Star Wars Episode 7, 8, and 9 is going to be spinoff films. And um, one of the rumors going around right now is they might actually be an Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff film. This would definitely bring back Ewan McGregor and give him an opportunity to reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi, possibly telling about the events between Episode 3 and Episode 4 of the original trilogy. Um, I would totally be down for this. I thought Ewan McGregor was an amazing Obi-Wan, and I think him kind of having his own run at this franchise would be great. I would love to see what happened from between 3 and 4. And uh, if there's anybody really from the prequels that I would love to see come back, it's definitely Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. So remember, this is just a rumor. It's just something that's kind of been making the rounds. Uh, I know Ewan McGregor really loves his character and would love to revisit it again. So, hey, I say, I say let's do it. All right, moving along. Microsoft has officially bought Minecraft. He paid the developer um, Mojang or Mohong or whatever way you want to pronounce it. They bought it for $2.5 billion. Yes, that's billion with a B, not million with an M. $2.5 billion Microsoft paid to get the Minecraft rights. That is incredible. I don't understand it. I don't know what it is about this game. My stepdaughter plays it. She loves it to death. And, um... Hey, you know, more power to you. I mean, that's that's awesome. I wish I was that dude getting $2.5 billion. Um, David Fincher, who, of course, has Gone Girl coming up here in the next couple of weeks, they were talking to him about the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trilogy. They said, what's going on, man? <clears throat> it's been a bit. Where's the girl that played with fire? He says that the sequel might still happen. Uh, he feels that the studio, which is Sony, has put a lot of money into this franchise already. They've already kind of dipped a lot into it. They've accrued the rights. They've already done pre-production work. So he says, <clears throat> as far as he's concerned, he feels that the, the movie will be made at some point. He's not sure when. He's not sure how. Uh, but this is a project that's been kind of circulating for a while now. i am actually got my own doubts about this, whether it's going to happen or not. Um, just because, you know, the girl with the dragon tattoo I thought was really, really good. I, I tried to watch the original German films, and they just did nothing for me. I, I can't stand foreign films and subtitles and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> so when they did this American remake uh, with Daniel Craig and Rooney, Rooney Mara... 
I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. And, of course, you're expecting this new trilogy. And they never did the other two movies. And one of the big, big holdups is that they say it's Daniel Craig. Uh, that in his contract, he was supposed to be promised X amount of dollars. And the studio kind of wanted to renegotiate that and pay him less because the first film didn't make as much money as they wanted. Uh, Daniel Craig supposedly wants no part of a negotiation and says, just pay me what we've agreed on or I don't want to do it. And so there's, that's kind of been one of the big holdups and, uh, who knows, they might actually change the script up a lot if they go through with it. Maybe they'll replace Craig with another actor. Um, no telling, but you know, keep your fingers crossed. It looks like the sequel might still happen, but that's a very slim might. All right. Um, speaking of Daniel Craig, they are just about to get ready here within the next couple months. They will start filming James Bond 24, and the director of Skyfall is coming back to do the new one. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, it's, it's pretty exciting. You know, everybody loves James Bond, and it's good to see them finally get the ball rolling here on the next James Bond film. Uh, in new trailer news, you can finally watch the first official trailer for The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Um, we've had some teasers up. This is the first full theatrical trailer. And full is even a stretch for this because this trailer is still under two minutes long, which is kind of crazy for a movie of this magnitude. Um, but it's decent. kind of gives you a lot more rundown of the story. And um, check it out for yourself. It's pretty, pretty cool. Movie comes out in November, uh, and you can watch the trailer over at amiontheair.com. Uh, and once again, for all your trailer news, go to amiontheair.com. There's a little link at the top in the toolbar that says trailers. Click on it, and you can see all the latest movie trailers right there in one spot. One stop shop right there for movie trailers. Amiontheair.com, all right? Moving on. Luke Perry. Yes, you know Luke Perry from Beverly Hills 90210. He has joined um, James Vanderbeek. Yes, Dawson from Dawson's Creek. So now Dylan from 90210 and Dawson from Dawson's Creek have both joined the new CSI Cyber Show. CSI Cyber coming this season. And um, yeah, there's another new addition there with Luke Perry. Uh, Arrow, I love, love, love Arrow, and Arrow Season 2 was supposed to debut on Netflix this month, it's been delayed just a little bit, and will uh, be released on Netflix in mid-October, so keep an eye on for that, uh, Arrow Season 2 is coming, alright, alrighty, Oculus director Mike Flanagan is going to be rebooting I Know What You Did Last Summer, um, this is interesting, man. I can't believe we're getting a reboot, reboot of I Know What You Did Last Summer. <coughs> Excuse me. When I first heard this news, I couldn't believe I was like, already? We're rebooting this movie already? And then I looked it up. This movie's almost 20 years old. So if you were around <laughs> when I Know What You Did Last Summer came out, like I was... You're going to feel pretty old <laughs> knowing that it's been 20 years since the Jennifer Love Hewitt movie, I Know What You Did Last Summer. So I guess maybe it is time for a reboot, right? I mean, that's, that's insane right there. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, so we're getting a reboot, um, and I'm, I'm interested. I, I was a fan of I Know What You Did Last Summer, so I'd be down to see a new version of it. Um, Leslie Mann, and I'm really excited about this, she is in negotiations to play Audrey Griswold in the new Vacation movie. We've been talking about this movie now for the last couple episodes. You know, we got Ed Helms uh, playing Rusty. Leslie Mann, if she goes through, like I said, we'll be playing Audrey, his sister. Um, she will actually be married to Chris Hemsworth, who's going to be like a news reporter, kind of arrogant, cocky dude. Uh, we know Charlie Day is going to be in it. Um, um, Ed Helms is married to um, Christina Applegate in the film. She'll play his wife. We know Chevy Chase is going to pop up in a cameo role. Um, this thing is stacking. And it, it just started filming 
and I'm really, really excited for this property right here. You know, I, I like, I think it's a very smart move to not fully reboot it and kind of, and kind of almost make it like a sequel um, with the same characters. But the way that they're signing people up to do this is beautiful. I love, love, love Leslie Mann, and I think she is going to be an excellent addition to this cast, especially for the fact that she's going to her character's going to be married to Chris Hemsworth, and I think that's going to be hilarious. Um, Sons of Anarchy returned last week and officially broke all FX records with a 9.3 million viewers. Uh, in its premiere episode, Whew, that is crazy. I, w- I was never somebody that got into um, Sons of Anarchy. It doesn't look like something that I'd be, you know, interested in. But I keep hearing such good stuff about it, to where I kind of am almost intrigued to go click on and watch it over on Netflix. But maybe, maybe one day. It's too much stuff going on, especially starting tomorrow. All the big shows are coming back. All your comedies are back. Sleepy Hollow debuts. Gotham is making its debut on Fox. I mean, this is going to be a big week for TV, so that DVR is going to be on fire by the end of the week. Um, Jimmy Kimmel and Carson Daly just sold a new comedy concept to ABC, so they're going to have a new comedy sitcom over on ABC that Jimmy Kimmel is writing. Um, the show Dating Naked has been renewed over at VH1. I've never even heard of this show, but it's getting renewed. Okay. SNL has hired Pete Davidson uh, to be one of their new featured players. Um, we debuted the new poster for Luke Evans's new film, Dracula Untold. You can check that out on the Twitter page. Uh, George Clooney is going to be receiving the 2015 Cecil B. DeMille Award. Scott Glenn has joined the cast of Marvel's Daredevil over on Netflix as martial arts mentor Stick. So he's going to be on the show. That's pretty cool. I like this guy. Uh, He'll be a great addition, especially he always plays a martial arts mentor, I feel, (laughs) and everything. Um, Let's see here. Um, This is really big news that came out last week. Um, Tom Hiddleston, you know him, Loki. Uh, He is set to star, he's going to headline the new film Skull Island for Legendary Pictures. Skull Island, if you didn't hear, was one of the big, big announcements over at Comic-Con this past uh, July. And for those of you that don't know, Skull Island is where King Kong comes from. So there's a lot of speculation whether this is going to be a King Kong prequel or sequel or what, but it's all going to take place on Skull Island, which Skull Island's crazy because you have not only King Kong, but you have dinosaurs and giant spiders and lizards and all kinds of crazy stuff. So something like a Skull Island is going to be incredible. And I, I love Tom Hiddleston, and this is a great, great addition. It's a big tent pole that's really going to give Tom Hiddleston uh, an opportunity to really just knock it out the park. So that is pretty damn awesome. Um, we have in our Everything Wrong With series this week, Everything Wrong With Taken 2 in 14 minutes or less. So, in, um, celebration, I should say, of uh, Walk Among the Tombstones hitting theaters, uh, the Everything Wrong With is a better Liam Neeson film, which is Taken 2, uh, on Everything Wrong With, so that's cool, check it out. This was also very big news this past week as it is being announced that in negotiations is Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass, director Paul Greengrass, to do another Jason Bourne film. Um, This is really, really exciting. The sad part is, is this completely fucks over Jeremy Renner and his Bourne movie. Let me break it down for you. <laughs> Already set to come out in 2016 is the sequel to The Born Legacy. The Born Legacy was the film Jeremy Renner did where he kind of took over for Jason Bourne. He wasn't playing the same character, but he was somebody with similar skills, and the timeline was kind of split, like it was going on at the same time as the last Bourne movie. And <clears throat> there was a lot of speculation that maybe they could get Matt Damon to come back and they could do like this like team up movie, you know, have both characters in the same film and it'd be really, really cool. 
Matt Damon on one hand always said, yeah, it's a cool idea, I'm not shooting it down, but at the same time, I don't really want to come back and do another Bourne unless it's with Paul Greengrass. And Paul Greengrass has recently recently directed um, Captain Phillips, and he's just, you know, he kind of was disconnected with the Bourne franchise. He was like, yeah, I'm done with it, I'm not really going back. And now here we are. Now the thing is, is that because this is such a big deal, and Paul Greengrass and Matt Damon are talking about returning, what the studio has gone ahead and done is they basically said, hey, if we get you guys back, we'll bump the Jeremy Renner film, and you guys can take that 2016 release date. So, that's where it's kind of sitting, and that's why I say, man, that's kind of messed up, that they're just bumping... Jeremy Renner's movie. I mean, if I was Jeremy Renner and the studio was just like, "Hey, by the way, Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass are coming back, so we're going to we're going to just kind of sit you out for the next one and we'll call you when we need you." It's kind of how it is. It's like, "Oh, the the better person's ready to go." <laughs> so, we're going to we're going to hold off on you guys. <sighs> Sorry. And um it's just kind of messed up. You know, Justin Lin, who directed most of the Fast and Furious movies, he was set to direct the new Jeremy Renner one. And and they just basically jacked their release date. Now, the studio's saying that it's not as bad as it seems. They're saying they still want to do the sequel to the Jeremy Renner film and that they can work on the film simultaneously and they'll give the Jeremy Renner one uh, a different release date. But still seems pretty fucked up as far as I'm concerned. I don't really understand uh, the way that they're doing it. I, I just hope that they do some kind of crossover. I really, really want them to cross this over. I want to see Matt Damon pop up in the Jeremy Renner film. I want to see Jeremy Renner's character pop up in the Matt Damon film. And, and then you have the next film with them both together. I think that would be incredible. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, this is not a lock. But this is some serious negotiations going on right now, and it's looking very, very good that Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass will be returning to do another Jason Bourne film. Um, <coughs> excuse me, we have the official plot synopsis for The Avengers Age of Ultron. Now, I'm not going to sit and read the whole thing to you, because it doesn't really give much away. It pretty much states... What we pretty much know, it says something about along the lines of Tony Stark trying to reactivate an old peace uh, peacekeeping program, and everything goes wrong, and only the Avengers can stop it. Is basically what it says. Um, so nothing too crazy coming out of this. One key thing that people have been pointing out, and I think this would be pretty cool if it is, is that in the synopsis it says. Tony Stark goes to reactivate an old peacekeeping program, <coughs> which makes me wonder, what if it is that that peacekeeping program is Ultron, and the original version of it was created by Hank Pym, because we know, you know, I've talked about it before that they said that, you know, Kevin Feige from Marvel has said, no, it's not going to be Hank Pym that does Ultron in the new movie. And the way that they're explaining the synopsis makes it sound like it could have been. Like Hank Pym and Tony Stark's dad could have invented Ultron and then the program got shut down. And then Tony reactivates it, maybe builds up Ultron, makes him a little bit better. And they can kind of go from there to where they both have a piece in his creation. I don't know, just a theory that's being thrown out there, and I think it's pretty cool. It gives it definitely an option to bring together um, something that I think a lot of fans would be totally down for. Alright, we have the new poster, actually a couple posters posted for uh, Christopher Nolan's new film, Interstellar. So you can check that out on the on the Twitter stream. I'm super sad about this. You know, I don't do too much video game news, but when stuff comes out that I'm super interested in or that makes sense to talk about, I talk about it. And um, I'm a big wrestling fan, as you all know. And WWE 2K15 is a new game that's coming out on October 28th, or so I thought. Well, it still is coming out on October 28th, if you want it on the old systems like PS3 and Xbox 360. If you're getting the game on next-gen systems like the PS4 and the Xbox One, the game has been delayed to November 18th. 
I'm super bummed about this. I really, really wanted this game on October 28th. I know it's not that much longer after. I mean, we're talking like three weeks. But it's just kind of weird, man. Why Why is it only next-gen? Why are the other ones still coming out on the same day? It makes me wonder. The studio's not really getting into any details. They're just saying, oh, we just want a little bit more time to polish the game and make it the best it can be. I don't buy it. I feel like there's something bigger here. and My fingers are just crossed now that they don't delay it any more than it needs to be. But, uh, yeah, November 18th for next-gen. Netflix and Legendary Films have teamed up to do a new TV show with Judd Apatow um, called Love. And um, this will be exclusively on Netflix. And I'm I'm actually pretty stoked about this. I love Judd Apatow. The dude knows how to tell comedy uh, in the best ways. And he's pretty much <coughs> always a guaranteed hit. Any way you look at it. So a new a new show on Netflix from with Judd Apatow. Sign me up. I'm ready to watch. Um, Cougar Town's crew is losing a key player in the season six premiere. Um, this is obviously a spoiler, so I'm not going to tell you who is leaving the show in its final season. Uh, if you're interested, once again, of course, you can always see the news on our Twitter page, and, uh, you can find out right there. Um, NBC is doing a reboot of Problem Child. They're going to do a Problem Child TV show. That... (coughs) Actually, it sounds pretty interesting. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little intrigued on that one. Um, Nurse Jackie has added the um, guy from Royal Pains to star in its final season. I forget the guy's name, and it's not enough for me to click on any links to tell you <laughs> his name. Excuse me for that, for that news. But uh, you know, you know who I'm talking about. The main guy from Royal Pains. If you watch Royal Pains, you know who I'm talking about. If you don't, then it's not going to matter even if I say his name. Um, Ben Kingsley, Brie Larson have joined Daniel Radcliffe in a new film called Brooklyn Bridge. Lauren Trier, uh, his new expanded, extended director's cut of Nymphomaniac arrives on October 2nd. And I hear this version of the film is five and a half hours. Holy balls. <laughs> five and a half hours. That is pretty insane. Um, you know, the movie was so long in the first place, that's why they broke it into, into volume one and volume two when it was released in theaters. And, um, this is the actual version, the way that the director wanted you to see it. Um, the Venom movie, we know there's a Venom movie coming out and, uh, there's been a lot of speculation as to which version of Venom are we going to see? Is it going to be Eddie Brock? Is it going to be Flash Thompson? What are they going to do? A lot of people assuming it's going to be Eddie, but the signs are starting to point now that it might be Flash Thompson. That they want to do something a little bit different. They want him to be an anti-hero. You know, Flash Thompson uh, is a military guy in the version of the comics that uses... Uh, he's an injured vet, and he uses the symbiote uh, costume to kind of help him kick some ass. And But he can only wear the suit for less than two days or so many hours or something like that, and he has to take it off before the suit actually consumes him and makes him kind of evil. And I like the concept of this, and if they go with this kind of direction, it'd be a really cool Venom story, so I'm kind of down for that. But we have to wait and see. There's no confirmation either way at this point. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is going to headline and star in a new film called I'll Never Get Out of This World Alive, based on uh, a book of the same name. Let's see here. Another DC Comics property is heading to television. The TV, uh, the comic Lucifer is coming to TV. Um, I don't know much about Lucifer. This is not, he's not somebody in my wheelhouse when it comes to comics, so I can't really get into any more with you, but know that it's coming to TV. Uh, Anthony Daniels will be wearing a brand new C-3PO outfit in Star Wars Episode Seven. He will not be CGI, so that is uh, very cool news for a lot of people in the Star Wars world, as they do not like that. Uh, the man behind Hannibal over on NBC says that the show will not be returning for a new season until around April or May of 2015. We have the new trailer for... Um, 
the judge. The judge. Yes, the judge starring Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Duvall. We have the second trailer for that. The movie comes out in October. James DRC has joined Marvel's Agent Carter as Edwin Jarvis. Uh, for those of you who don't know who he is, he's actually he was the bad guy in Let's Be Cops. He's actually really really cool. Um, as far as I know, Edwin Jarvis is the butler for um, Howard Stark, and it's also kind of where the Jarvis software came from with Iron Man. So it's kind of what it was based on. So that's pretty cool. So we'll be seeing him on Agent Carter. Uh, continuing with casting news on all these comic book shows, Nick Terabay has been cast as Captain Boomerang on Arrow over on the CW. So very cute. Jack Houston has taken the title role in MGM's new Ben-Hur reboot. Yes, they're remaking Ben-Hur. We reported on last week's show that um, Morgan Freeman has signed on, and now Jack Houston is taking the main role. He will be Ben-Hur. For those of you who don't know him, he is on Boardwalk Empire. It looks like Marvel's Doctor Strange film is going to be hitting theaters on July 2016. This is not confirmed, but this is what it's looking like right now. Uh, back to a little bit of video game news, Destiny. I talked a lot about Destiny on last week's show. Destiny has officially become the best-selling new video game franchise ever. So congratulations there. Love Destiny. It is awesome. Uh, we have the first official poster for Arrow Season 3. Check that out on the Twitter page. Um, we have the new poster for Brad Pitt's new film, Fury. You can check that out. TNT has nabbed the network rights for Marvel's upcoming slate of films, including Avengers Age of Ultron, so all the Marvel films will be airing on TNT. Former Doctor Who star Matt Smith, he has joined the new film Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, so he will be starring in that. Uh, going back to David Fincher and Ben Affleck, uh, we talk about Gone Girl. Gone Girl is coming out in a couple of weeks based on the best-selling book. And David Fincher, this is just a funny little news fact. Uh, David Fincher said that he casted Ben Affleck in the movie after Googling his smile. Because he said, you know, the movie's about a man that people assume killed his wife. And there's a part in the trailer where people are like, you know, where's your wife at? You know, what, what happened to your wife? And there's a picture of his wife that says missing in the background. And he smiles in front of it very nervously. And it's a creepy kind of moment in the thing. And it kind of goes along with the way the movie goes. And that's what David Fincher does. Like, he was just searching through actors and their smile. And he said Ben Affleck <laughs> knocked it out the park. And that's why he got it. Um, Paranormal Activity 5 is no longer coming out in October for Halloween. It has been pushed back, and um, it will now come out in 2015. So, yeah, no more Paranormal Activity 5 for this year. So, that's fine. Not a big, big deal as far as I'm concerned on that. Um... Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper have a new movie coming out called Serena, and things aren't looking very good on this one because this movie's been finished for a couple years filming, and uh, it's going to come out in 2015 now, and they're saying that it, it was, took a long time to get the rights to it because all the movie studios were actually passing on it, saying they didn't want it. So, ouch. <laughs> it's kind of crazy for, you know, the fact that these movies that they do constantly are always getting nominated for Oscars and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. Um, Dan Aykroyd was interviewed, and he says that he wants the Ghost Ghostbusters to become a Marvel-style universe. Yeah, good, good luck on that, Dan. Why don't we just get Ghostbusters 3 first, and then you can start talking about your own cinematic universe. Bill Hader is going to be returning to Saturday Night Live as he's going to host in October. Uh, that's going to be pretty awesome. October 11th, exactly, is when he'll be coming back to host uh, on SNL. Um, we have the new trailer for the new Jessica Chastain movie called A Most Violent Year. You can check that out. Um, let's see. Kate Mara has been offered the female lead role opposite Matt Damon in the new Ridley Scott film, The Martian. 
Matthew McConaughey will not be back for Magic Mike Double XL. So, wow, wow. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey has had the best year ever in his career, and he's picking some really good projects now. So I don't see him coming back to do Magic Mike 2. Uh, going back to Destiny, Destiny is now the fastest-selling and most-played PS4 game ever in North America. So congratulations once again to Destiny, crushing all these records. Zachary Quinto, who plays Spock in the new Star Trek franchise, he says that Star Trek 3 is going to start filming within the next six months. So that is pretty cool there. Looking forward to that. Uh, Daryl Hammond is going to be replacing Don Pardo as the uh, Saturday Night Live announcer. So now he'll be the voice you hear going, It's Saturday Night Live! Alright, and probably the biggest news of the week is here. And I'm so happy to get to talk about this. This really should have been what the show title was tonight. But it is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to announce that officially happening on February 12th, 2016, the Deadpool movie. Yes. Congratulations, the Deadpool movie is happening. Fox is finally stepping up and saying we're going to do it. And they are releasing it on February 12th, 2016. This is awesome. Now, you know we posted it ourselves. There was some leaked test footage that was filmed of Ryan Reynolds doing Deadpool. And it came out, uh, what, a couple months ago? And it got a ton of buzz online. And supposedly the buzz was so overwhelmingly hot and people were just tweeting and Facebooking and saying, man, they got to make this movie. They got to make this movie. That finally the studio said, you know what? We got to give it to them. They, they got to get this film. So they made it official. They greenlit it. And it was just such big news. I'm so happy that they're doing it. Here's the kicker, though. Number one, they're not stating whether it will be an R-rated film or a PG-13 film. They're not talking about the tone or anything else like that. That kind of scares me, because that's always been the holdup of this film. The guys behind it want to make an R-rated film, and the studio wanted PG-13. So to me, I'm kind of like, so where are we at? Did the the studio say, okay, cool, we'll let you do an R-rated film? Or did they say, we'll give you your release, but we were only going to do PG-13? I don't know, so we're going to have to wait and see on that. The other piece here is the studio is actually saying that Ryan Reynolds is not locked in to be Deadpool, which kind of conflicts with what I know, because I've always heard that Ryan Reynolds has been contracted to do this film. Um, So maybe he was, and the contract lapsed. You know, maybe you know there was a window, and they said you have to do it in X amount of time, or his option is open. On the other hand of that, though, there's no doubt in my mind that Ryan Reynolds is not going to do this. (laughs) This has been a passion project of his ever since X-Men Origins Wolverine. And, you know, he's been the biggest guy coming out, tweeting, Facebooking, saying, Hey guys, we got to get this movie done. This is something we really, really want to make. So now that it's greenlit, I just don't see them being like, and guess what? You know, so-and-so actor is now Deadpool. No, it's going to be Ryan Reynolds. It's weird that he's not officially locked in. It's weird that they wouldn't lock him in and then announce that the film is greenlit. But in any way, look for the announcement here soon that he's definitely locked in. I don't see this happening any other way. But know that the Deadpool movie is coming February 12th, 2016. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, King Arthur has found its Guinevere with the Pirates of the Caribbean actress, so she has uh, joined the film, um, Charlene, uh, joining Charlie Hunnam and uh, Idris Elba. Anthony Mackie has joined Sandra Bullock in her new film called Our Brand is Crisis. FX has renewed the Middle East drama Tyrant. TNT has ordered a new drug trade drama pilot from Jerry Bruckheimer and Michael Bay. Adam McKay and Seth Rogen are going to team on a new big screen comedy from Ben Schwartz. He wrote a script. They loved it, and they're going to make it. Chris Rock's new film, Top 5, is getting a release date around Christmas time and limited release. Um, Andy McDowell has joined Magic Mike XXL. 
Uh, so is Amber Heard. I love Amber Heard. Um, <laughs> we reposted that Deadpool test footage, by the way, on the Twitter page. So if you want to check it out, check it out. Um, this kind of sucks. The The director that was lined up to film London Has Fallen, the uh, sequel to Olympus Has Fallen, has dropped out of the project six weeks before filming begins. They're citing creative differences, and he bounced. So, ouch. <laughs> that means they got to get a new director to step in very, very quickly. It's going to be hard to do. Uh, I know Gerard Butler is a producer on the film, and he says they hope to have a new director locked in within 72 hours. I think the clock's ticking on that one, so good luck on that. I really hope they work it out. I loved Olympus Has Fallen, and I was really looking forward to London Has Fallen, so I hope that this project doesn't get delayed any more than it needs to. Back to comic book TV news. Comic shows are dominating television coming out here soon. We have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we have Flash, we have Arrow, we got Gotham starting tomorrow on Fox, we're going to have Constantine on NBC, we're going to have Preacher on AMC, I just talked about that Lucifer TV show, um, we're going to have that Titans show that I talked about last week on TNT with Nightwing, um, and now you can add another one to the list as CBS is getting in on it, CBS has ordered a straight-to-series commitment of Supergirl. Yes, I am super stoked about this. Um, I think it's awesome, man. You know, for me, <laughs> I'm a big Superman fan. So I love anything in that world. And, um, you know, Supergirl is going to be a different take on it. We got to see a little bit of Supergirl during Smallville. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. This is going to be an hour-long action drama show on CBS, of all things. One of the major networks on television. And they're going to do Supergirl. They're bypassing the pilot stages. They're not even going to test this thing. They're just saying, give it to us. And we're putting it out. So I hope it's awesome. I hope it's going to just kick serious ass. The people behind the Supergirl TV show are the same people that's behind Arrow and The Flash. So that makes me even more excited because both of those shows are incredible. So I can't wait. There's no there's no time frame yet on when the show's going to debut. Um, but Supergirl on CBS, sign me up. Alrighty. Um... And in more comic book news, David Ayer. David Ayer is directing the new upcoming Brad Pitt film, Fury, the one, the war one about the tanks. Uh, he also directed End of Watch. He directed um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger film Sabotage that came out a couple months back. Um, he wrote Training Day. Really cool dude. Warner Brothers is working out a deal with him right now to do a Suicide Squad movie. That's pretty incredible in its own right. If you watch Arrow, you saw a little bit of Suicide Squad. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a different version of that. Um, it's basically, you know how Sony is going to be doing Sinister Six and doing a movie based on villains? That's kind of what the Suicide Squad is. Suicide Squad is a lot of villains like Harley Quinn and, and uh, Deadshot and, you know, um, just different characters put together... Um, they're in like a supermax type prison, and then the military kind of uses them uh, to kind of redeem themselves for, for really hardcore missions. Um, it's a great concept, and it's really, really cool to do in that DC universe. And David Ayer would be an amazing director to take this on. So uh, very, very cool news right here with David Ayer doing Suicide Squad. Sam Elliott and Garrett Dillahunt have joined Justified for its last season. Um... Paul Reiser has joined Will Smith in the new NFL concussion movie that he's doing. Um, Nick Frost will be a special guest on the Doctor Who Christmas special. We have the new Red Band trailer for the new uh, film The Interview, the new comedy starring Seth Rogen and James Franco. We have the new trailer for Big Eyes. Also, Big Eyes is the new Tim Burton film starring Amy Adams and Christoph Waltz actually looks pretty decent. Um, once again, you can see these trailers on miontheair.com. Um, Fox. Now, I'll get to the box office here in a little bit, um, but the number one film in America right now is The Maze Runner. That was the big new release this weekend. Um, and it did really well. I think it made about $32 million, number one film in America. So without any hesitation, Fox has already announced that the Maze Runner sequel is going to come out literally in like one year. <laughs> yep, it's coming out already. 
So the Maze Runner sequel, which is going to be called The Scorch Trials, is set for September 18th, 2015. So they wasted no time to lock in a sequel for The Maze Runner. It comes out literally in one year. We have the new poster for Season 2 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which starts on Tuesday. Set your DVRs. Also, um, let's not forget that Arrow Season 3 will premiere on October 8th. And on October 7th will be The Flash. Very, very happy about that. Um, And a little bit of sad news. Roberto Orsi has dropped out of the Power Rangers reboot. Uh, I know this isn't a big deal for a lot of people, but I really like Roberto Orsi uh, and his partner, Robert Kurtzman. They have really good thinking and logic, and they're great writers, and I like when they're attached to projects. And when Roberto came on to Power Rangers, I was like, man, he's going he's gonna to make it fresh. He's going to make it cool. He'll be a good piece to this puzzle. Now, Roberto is had to drop out because he is writing and he's going to direct Star Trek 3. He is the man behind the Star Trek franchise, and he's taking over for J.J. Abrams to direct Star Trek 3. And the timing with Power Rangers and Star Trek is actually at the same exact time, so he can't juggle both franchises, so he had to drop out of Power Rangers. So, a little sad about that, but hopefully the Power Rangers... Um, movie will truck along and be okay without Roberto Orsi. Matt Damon uh, may star in Legendary Pictures' new uh, Chinese epic called The Great Wall. Don't know much more about that, but Matt Damon might be a piece of that. In some kind of breaking news, this just came out earlier today, Colin Farrell himself has confirmed that he's going to be the lead role in HBO's True Detective Season 2. So that's pretty big here. We've seen a lot of back and forth with people saying, you know, all these rumors about um, True Detective. And now we know Colin Farrell will be one of your leads for True Detective Season 2. Um, we have the first concept art from the Maze Runner sequel to Scorch Trials. You can kind of see what that poster looks like. It looks a little bit like Destiny. Um, the Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters 2 script is complete. Um, they have given it to the studio, and now it's just up to the studio how they want to move forward. The studio's already said that they want to make a sequel to Hansel and Gretel Winch Hunters, um, but right now it's going to be really based on Jeremy Renner's schedule. This dude is super mad busy, and I just don't know when they're going to have the time to get him back for this. And then do you recast? I don't know. But I know uh, Gretel was Gemma Arnington, and I love her. Uh, And lastly, we also have the new poster for Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. The new uh, Ben Stiller Part 3 of the Night at the Museum series comes out around Christmas time. And we got the new poster up on the Twitter and the Facebook page, so you can check that out. (sighs) And that, my friends, is your news of the week. (sighs) I hope you've enjoyed that. And uh, give me just a second here. My internet is kind of crashing out on me. So I just need to pull up the box office and everything else so we can wrap up and uh, send you home on your way. Uh, So pretty decent little news week. Of course, the Deadpool stuff being the the big breakout of the week. Um, Skull Island you know, stuff like that, so really, really good news, the boring stuff coming down the pipeline, and, uh, bear with me here, I do apologize, um, while I'm pulling the stuff up and wasting your time here, um, I just would like to say, uh, damn internet, that, um, you need to subscribe to us on YouTube, and, um, you can listen to the show on YouTube if that makes it easier for anybody to do. And um, I think uh, you would appreciate that. And um, it's youtube.com slash am I on the air. Go ahead and bookmark am I on the air.com as well because that's where you can see the movie reviews, it's where you can watch trailers, it's where you can see the box office and new releases for the week. Uh, everything. Uh, it's really worth your time. Okay, here we go. On DVD and Blu-ray this Tuesday is going to be Neighbors, The Rover, and The Signal. Um, Neighbors, by the way, is hilarious. If you didn't see it, you need to go see this film. I will be buying Neighbors on Tuesday. The Seth Rogen, Zac Efron film came out back in May. One of the best movies of the summer. 
to see where it officially lands on my summer list, you got to check out the Am I Still on the Air Summer Movie Countdown special. Have not recorded it yet. I do apologize. This was something that was supposed to be done last week. Never got around to it. Me and Geeky Pat will be counting down our top movies of the summer. Everything we saw, we put it in order, we'll be discussing it, and letting you know what's the best films of the summer of 2014. Neighbors is definitely on that list, and I'll give you a spoiler alert. It's in the top ten. Alright? So that comes out on Tuesday. I'll be picking that up. In theaters on Friday is The Equalizer, the new... um, I am totally spacing his name now. All right. Denzel Washington. God, man, it's getting late. Denzel Washington film The Equalizer, also in theaters, will be The Box Trolls. I have no interest in The Box Trolls. I think it looks horrible. Um, (laughs) But The Equalizer looks incredible, and I hope to be catching that this weekend. I'll have a review for you on the next episode. And here's your box office top 10. Coming in at number 10, it's If I Stay with 1.8 million. Number 9 is The Drop with 2.1 million. Number 8 is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with 2.7 million. Number 7 is Let's Be Cops with 2.7 million. Number 6 is Guardians of the Galaxy with 5.2 million. Number 5 is Dolphin Tale 2 with 9 million. Number 4 is No Good Deed with 10.2 million. Number 3 is This Is Where I Leave You with 11.9 million. Number 2 is A Walk Among the Tombstones with 13.1 million. And your number 1 film of the weekend is The Maze Runner with 32.5 million dollars. That's your box office, my friends. You are now up to speed in the latest and greatest in movie and TV news. Um, yeah, totally up to speed. Like I said, this is going to be a big week on television. Most of your favorite shows will be returning, so make sure you're setting your DVRs. This is going to be a big week for returning shows, for debut of new shows. Some even season finales. Next Sunday will be the season finale of Ray Donovan, one of my favorite shows on television. And, um, yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. So go ahead and set those DVRs and check that out. Um, once again, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. You can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. AmIontheAir.com. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash AmIontheAir. And um, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, you know the deal by now all over the place on the interwebs thank you so much for listening we'll catch you on the next episode my name is don mega have a good night have a good week and we'll catch you next time peace